0: This month is over, but by next month I want you to have at least three people. Next month I want you to have at least three people that God saved through you and not just God saved that you are discipling. Every this is an instruction over this house. I want everybody to have two two, three, four, five persons that you are discipling. Meaning that the person is saved and you are discipling the person. What does what does it mean to disciple someone? It means that you become the person's guide, instructor, bible teacher. Yeah. Amen. And so I want you to go into the field and make sure that you get two, three people, four, five, at least saved every month. And not just saved, you are discipling them. Amen. Yeah. Are you going to do that? And we're going to build that till it becomes a culture where you will never be without people you are discipling. You know, I'm beginning to find out how unhealthy it is. In fact, when the Bible says that the tree, the branch that does not bear fruit will be cut off, the Lord began to make me understand that this is one of the meanings of it, that when you are not getting people saved and you're not... Discipling people You are not bearing fruit So I want to encourage everybody And not just encourage Instruct everybody that Beginning from next month You have to get somebody Saved Amen Amen. Praise God Let me tell you the easiest people to get saved The easiest people to get saved Are the people that look up to you In any area of life it's one of the strategies of heaven. In fact, one of the reasons why God promotes you naturally is so that you can be a source of hope and encouragement to people. There's a way those you are above in an area of life um, put value on the words that you, you speak. And that is why the enemy, too, before he can get an harvest, he will raise somebody, he will give somebody what everybody's looking for. So he gets, he gets a musician, blesses him, gives him fame, gives him money and all that stuff. And the day the musician says that a new dance step has come, everybody drop their previous dance step and pick the new one, this musician says. You get it? If he says there's a new way to dress, everybody gets irritated at how they used to dress before and start dressing the new way. You think people don't want to dress corporate? Let a new artist, a new musician come up with weed and wearing suit and shirt, you now see that dogs will be wearing shirt and tie. And and the organizations might have to change their dress code. (laughs) I'm telling you the truth. And so, you just have to... That's one of the reasons why God will bless you and prosper you so that you can have... um, you, you know, and I'm not saying that's that's not the only way God saves. You know, there are other. God can use you to save your boss and all of that. But I'm telling you that the the um, the normal pattern, the the basic pattern, uh, the apostle was talking about about our calling. He said, when you check those who are saved, not many are wise, not many are noble. Amen. Sometimes there is an arrogance that comes with nobility, you know, and all of that. So you have to get people saved i don't want to ask you when last you got somebody born again so that you wouldn't feel depressed you know but you know that already and so you have to begin to be able one of the things this does to you is that it keeps you it's you on your is it on your toes or how do we say it it puts you on your toes you understand where you have somebody who is so dependent on you you know somebody called me um one of my guys called me sent me a message um day four yesterday, and said i finished john chapter one to five because i gave an assignment you know to one of my recent um um, disciples and um, he said i finished it he said should i go further (laughs) you know and, and, and that's how it's meant to be we have to keep doing that and and um i want to believe we are going to do that this this is more important than your next uh whatever you are trying to do your your business plan or whatever you think is a big... This is what concerns God the most. And when you give yourself to this, then he will bless. How many of you know that it is true that when you give yourself wholly to the kingdom, that God will bless the works of your hands? It's not its not a rumor. It's not, it's not a Christian statement. When you commit yourself to the kingdom, then he will bless the work of your hands. And so um, focusing on the kingdom is also a business strategy. Get a point now. So, so please do that. Yeah. Did you guys see some of my goals, uh, on Monday? Like, I, I scored some goals, you know. I scored some goals. You know. And then you'll see more on, on, on. Every Monday, I promise to deliver goals, you know. <laughs> I'm so anointed. I, I, you know, I deliver souls, deliver goals, <laughs> deliver the word, deliver prophecy, you know, I'm just, I'm bad like that. I'm bad like that. <laughs> Amen. I'm excited about today because I have good word for you. I have good word for you. But can I get a feedback from last week? So let's get the microphone and let me have two people give me feedback from from last week. So what did we learn last week? And let's have two or three people give feedback, and so we can know that we are worthy of, we deserve another service. So who's going to do that? Can you just raise your hand and just give us feedback? We are really behind time. All right, Bola, tell us. Tell us. So last week we talked about uh, winning in darkness. Winning in darkness. Really All right. So I um, learned quite a number of stuff. Yeah. For okay. So um, one of it was that um, we often ask him that we are tired because we are, we are deficient. Okay. And that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes. Good. And another, uh, another thing I also learned that our hitting vessel is also part of God's plan. Okay. that the strategy of the enemy is to invalidate you, mm. your, um, your vessel because of the weakness. Mm. But you must always focus on the treasure. Mm. And, and, um, and um, sometimes he also said that sometimes the weakness, um, the weakness of the vessel mm. is also Awesome, awesome. You know, one of the things you must avoid. Thank you, Bola. Come into my hands together for Bola. One of the errors we must avoid in this time, there are a lot of errors. Um, Hopefully, you'll be able to avoid most of it, all of it. One of the errors you must avoid as a young man and a young woman is the superhero error. um, A lot of people are already embracing that error, the superhero error. You know, thinking Christianity will make you Superman or spider man you know you know where where you think that um, when you, when you check true scripture and, and you look at it sincerely, you look at it without the lens of 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 your own um, imagination, so when you just look at scripture it 's full of weak people doing amazing stuff for god it's full of people. We even got answers that sometimes we weren't even sure they would get the answers. You get the point now. Even, even people like Paul, who operated a lot of fantastic stuff, supernatural stuff. Um, there was a lot of times where there were moments where he was very vulnerable. You remember there was a time they were going to kill some of the apostles, that they had to take them through the window. through like They just put them through the window. There was a time... He was stoned and and left you know as dead there was a the time he had to even bring in politics into it and it, he released his his roman uh passport and said you know he, he forgot that if a man be christ is a new creation. you know he said no i'm a roman citizen you guys were not meant to flog me and all of that so so supernatural is not necessarily being a superhero it is the intervention of God. You get the point now. It is the intervention of God. The reason is that when you have the superhero complex, sometimes we are going through the fire and then you thought that you are a superhero, and if nothing happens, you become um, offended and offense you see offense is very powerful. offense can cause you to have a shipwreck of faith when when you have believed. Something, and then after a while, you find out that what you have believed, you know, is not true. You can, you can go back to smoking a boo. Is that terrible, you know. And when I look at my story and the history, my, my own personal experience, I saw those who had superhero instinct, after like five years, they, they went back to the world in a very crazy way. You get the point now. So healing is true. Miracles are true. All those things are true and it should be happening regularly in our lives but you must understand that you are in a bad world and sometimes you see it's just like god will provide all your needs right according to his riches and glory am i correct but you know some many times it takes a process and we all go through that moment where you confess and confess and confess and the money didn't come am i correct and sometimes you just have to learn to despise the shame, right? Yes. And um, sometimes it brings a miracle, and other times it teaches you to pass through the fire. Yes, and sometimes it can quench the fire, and you won't pass through the fire, you know? And so you have to understand that the treasure is an earthing verses. I told you about the story of somebody who thinks that one day Christians will begin to fly, and we did not need to, to, to take... Uh, aeroplanes it's not true it will not happen you know if christians begin to fly it will be the rapture you get the point now we won't fly christians there will never be a point where christians will begin to fly there'll never be a time where christians will begin to see money in their in their in their rooms angels keep bringing money for christians it won't happen it won't forget it it's not it's not a move of the spirit But did Jesus take money from the mouth of a fish? How many times? Once. The other times, how did he get money? Through giving, offering. And they told us the name of the people who were giving him money. You could do the math. You get the point. You could do the math. And so that was the basic way. How many times did Jesus walk on water? The other times, what happened? He went to the boat. And the day he walked on water, why did he walk on water? There was no more boat. The Bible actually said the boat has finished. You get the point now. And so, and so if so far you're on this earth, 90% of your life is going to be natural. Do you understand that? But that natural has, has the... Has the um, uh, uh, is plated with gold. Your natural is plated with the signal, signet of the spirit. There is a spiritual imprint your natural things. You get the point now. So if God is going to bless you financially, he's going to, as a businessman, is going to inspire your business, he's going to grant you favor, but there's going to be an expl- explainable way by which the money came. Explainable route at least. You get the point now. So don't. you will not see 10 billion on the floor. You will not. <laughs> you get the point now. If, if you don't have, let's say you don't have a car and then you need a car for ministry, you need to move to do ministry, it won't get to a point where you'll be disappearing to do ministry. God is going to provide how somebody will bless you with a car. But guess what? One day you'll be driving and you need to get to a place earlier and you're already late. And one day the Spirit of God will speed up a three-hour journey and make it 30 minutes supernaturally. But it won't be every day. You get the point. One day it will happen. Huh? So I just said I should say that. Please run away from from those kind of stories. Well, if you don't run away, you will run away. Because after a while, you find out it won't work. It won't work. It just won't work. And then the best I can do to you is that I will, inst- I, will inst- I will tell you that it worked. There was a particular preacher in 1528. And then by the time I break those testimonies, it will excite you. and say, the days are coming back. Ah, it, won't, it won't work. It won't work. When you want to travel, you are going to trust God for money. God will give you money. He will give you. You buy plane ticket. Or he blesses you. You get an airplane. And those, those, are the, those are the things that will happen. Because we're on the earth. You get the point now. When Jesus was going to die, he died through, he didn't die spirit supernaturally. You know, God didn't say, oh yeah, die. He just, you know, he went through beatings and all of that and he died because he was beat hard. You get the point now. Father, I trust I am asking that your spirit will lay hold on the words that will speak tonight. Bring me to that realm of flow and let me stay there so that I can minister your word in a way that it will be you talking in Jesus' name. Praise God. So today I want to teach, teach you about walking in wisdom. I want to teach you about wisdom today. That's what I feel led to talk to you about, wisdom. Such an important um, topic, the wisdom. Wisdom. Walking in Wisdom. Being wise. How to be wise or what it means to be wise. I just want to talk to you about wisdom. Now, when we, when we are talking about wisdom, basically or primarily, what I mean is that for everything God created, for everything God created, everything was created by wisdom. Amen. That's what the book of Proverbs told us. Amen. Everything was created by what? By wisdom. What does that mean? It means that when you study creation, you there is a pattern to everything that was created. Everything was created, you know, in patterns. They have the patterns by which they operate. Uh, have you noticed that whenever you are either fixing a gadget or dismantling a gadget have you noticed that when you are using a lot of force when you when you start using force is because you have missed the pattern yeah. anytime I you know working a gadget with somebody and I notice we are starting to use force I tell them they do things we say we go do things we say we go use we don't know something let's not break this thing there is something you are meant to touch if you touch that thing, the, the screw will do like this. It will move like this. There is a way it was arranged. Have you noticed that? And sometimes it's so painful. After you have broken it, you now find out what you are meant to touch. It can be so painful. Some things you just touch this side, and something just falls down. And that's how God arranged the world. The world. So, so wisdom is the intelligence in creation. Everything created has its intelligence. It's, it's God-given intelligence. And that intelligence that is original to everything created is called wisdom. Everything has its original intelligence. And it was God who gave everything. It's what? Say original intelligence. What I mean by original intelligence, I'm talking about The the intelligence that came with it from creation, how it operates, it was put in there by God. And so, the intelligence of things is the wisdom of it. The intelligence of things is the wisdom of it, and that's why Jesus has become for us the wisdom and what? And the power of God. So, it means that God operates in Christ, that the intelligence that that describes God is what is Christ. So Christ is the operating system of God. Am I correct here? Are you with me? Who is Christ? The operating system of God. What do you call it? What do you call those things in computers? The OS, right? I'm correct. Yeah, that's who Christ is. So if you want to know God, then just have Christ. If Christ is he's installed in you, God will work. If Christ is installed in you, what will work? God God will work. If Christ is not installed in you, God will not work. So it is the installation of Christ that activates the realm of God. It is the installation of Christ that activates the realm of God. And that's why the Bible says that he's become the brightness of God's glory and the express image of God's what, of God's person. And because God intends that we know him, he says in the last days, he's speaking to us by the Son. Why? Because the Son is the wisdom that operates God. Are you together with me? I remember Jesus is, um, 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 he was shocked when they asked him, That, can you show us the Father? Give me that scripture. I think that's John, John what again? He says, show us the Father. And he said that, how can you ask for the Father? He was, he was so shocked by that statement. He said that, how can you tell me to show you the Father? If you have, if you've seen me, then what? You've seen the Father. I am the revealing and the unveiling of the Father. Are you together with me? He was shocked. They said, show, say, you mean you should, I, I should show you the Father? Glory be to God. Amen. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, I have been with you so long and yet you have not known me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that point? I have been with you. You have not what? What was Philip asking for? The father, I said, You've not known me, I'm the father. If if you can't know the father, I'm the I'm the unveiling of the father. You get the point now, and yet you have not known me, Philip. Who he who has seen me has seen the father? So he was shocked. I think I did a series on this, if you can remember. So so, so he was we who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say? You know, I love the way Jesus talks. He said, How can you say show show us the father? Like illiteracy. That's what he meant. How can you say show us that? Philip where, where, where did that how? You get the point right? So he's the he's the is the wisdom that that reveals and unveils the Father? Are we together now? So wisdom is how we think works. So imagine if God, imagine if you had wisdom operative in your life, and um, you had the wisdom of Jesus operative in your life. Now let me say this to you: that Jesus is not only the wisdom and the power of God is also the wisdom of creation. Are we together now? In the book of John chapter 1, that was what the Bible meant when it said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Are you together with me? And it said clearly that there was nothing, that all things were made by him. That word by him is Describing the intellect of things, the intellect of things is Jesus, amen. amen. All things were made through Him, precious. You get that, that use of language through Him. So, Jesus is like the very um, what, what word can I use? The eh? essence, essence uh, uh-huh. essence, raw material by which all things were made. So there is a pattern of Christ in things. In everything. There is a pattern of Christ in business. There is a pattern of Christ in marriage. So in any area where you are not succeeding, is because you don't know Jesus. But but this is a beautiful story also. It means that my knowledge of Jesus can assure me success in all things. Yes, so whatever dies physically is because we are dead spiritually in that regard. By that, I mean we don't know Christ. If you know Christ, it will live. If you know Christ, it will succeed. This is good. It means that I can just go and know Jesus and know marriage I can know Jesus and know business. I can know Jesus and know Nigerian police officers. <laughs> What's the pattern? Even evil, even evil, even devil. There is no there is nothing in Satan that is strange to Christ. So far that thing is whatever is. And that's why it's only God that can deal with Satan. Do you know that the, the, fire, the lake of fire is a, it's, it's a revelation of Christ? It's the wisdom of Christ. In Hebrews, you now begin to understand the severity of our God and says that for our God is a consuming fire. So even that hell is Christ that would deal with Satan. No, nobody can deal with Satan except the, the revealing of Christ. Beautiful, right? Beautiful, beautiful. The only reason why life is sometimes you conclude that life is tough is because you really do not believe This is your relationship with Jesus. You haven't made it everything. There is an arrogance that comes with knowing Jesus. Everything works when Christ is revealed. Everything works. It has to work. Is there any area of your life that's not working? If you bring in the revelation of Christ into it, it will work. Glory be to God. It will work. And so I, I pray for you that you will flow in wisdom. So the Bible says that if it is, does any one of us lack wisdom, and what it advises us is to go for Bible study, right? Hmm. No. Ask. Ask of God if you lack, and if any of you lack wisdom, ask. Let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. All right? But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Glory be to God. Now, I want to quickly tell you Two vehicles by which wisdom is dispatched. Because before now, I had an assumption that if you ask God for wisdom, that just the way he gave Solomon, that you have an encounter in the night. And then they will impart you with the spirit of wisdom. True. But that is not the basic route by which wisdom comes. There are two basic routes by which wisdom comes, and one of it is the most important route, and um, if, you, if you are not taught, you will most likely miss it. So I'm going to teach you that route today, and try to teach you the second one that I know. There are three I know of. One is very certain. One is the main route. The other two are so important. So I will start with that main route, and um, try to go to the other ones. I might not be able to finish the main route, but I will try. We thank God. Thank you, Annie, for give, bringing a lot of ministry to us. Thank you so much. You brought ministry to us, and that's very, very good. Now, when you look at the book of wisdom, which is the book of Proverbs, which is... a of course, it's the Old Testament. It's the shadow of the neon, right? But when you look at the book of Proverbs, the, when you look at, Proverbs contains two things majorly. It contains the theme, the theme of Proverbs is wisdom. And then when you read Proverbs, you get, you understand wisdom. You understand the, the importance of wisdom, what wisdom brings to us. You would also understand the, what happens when you lack wisdom. But another consistent thing in the, all the book of Proverbs, is how wisdom is given. And is usually given in the, early, in, the, in the early writings, in almost all the chapters, you will hear statements like, my son, give me your ears. That's how wisdom comes. So, it is not necessarily a supernatural experience. It is, my son, give me your year, so it starts from sonship, and secondly, it starts from willingness to drop your year because your year is passing out to you. it takes a lot of humility to give somebody your your years Now, let me tell you what I 'm trying to say i 'm trying to say that wisdom does not come through, through through personal accumulation of knowledge the personal accumulation of knowledge that comes that you get via study is not wisdom the personal accumulation of knowledge that comes via study is not wisdom wisdom primarily comes through instructions that's the primary route of wisdom wisdom comes what through instructions why because wisdom is not necessarily accumulation of knowledge and all of that, it is first the it is it is um, the it's a te- it's a heart texture. So you are not wise in your head; you are wise with your heart. You are not wise with your head; you are wise with your word, With your heart. So you can be very you can be very intelligent and you are a fool. That's what the Bible says. It says the world through wisdom. When we're talking about how the world will miss God. Give me that scripture. The world will miss God through wisdom. That wisdom is not the wisdom of God. It's talking about intelligence. So wisdom is is measured not in intelligence. It's, It's the texture of your heart. You get the point now. So, so, so the wisest of us is not the most eloquent of us. The wisest of us is not the most intelligent of us. It is, it is the texture of your heart. Please, let's take off one AC. This is the wisdom of God for us. You look so much like one of my secondary school Friends. Yeah, you. You look so much like one of my secondary school. Are you? Okay. Because that one, if it was you, I would have messed you up today. Because that guy, they always beat him when he good I would not use you shy today. I was saying, sure you remember that I think beating him when I was good Are we together, friends? So it's instruction. My son, give me your yes. Incline your heart to my sins. That's the vehicle. That wisdom. You see, because wisdom is precise and exact. There is a precise and exact way by which things operate, creation operates, God operates. Are we together now? And the way you can come into that exactness is through instructions. Praise God. For example, If I own a house and I want you to go into my house or I send you to my office that is my own and I say when you get to the office you will see my table. My table has three drawers. Six drawers. Three on the right, three on the left. I want you to bring my golden pen. The drawer on the right, the third one, the set of drawers on the right, the third one, counts from the top, one, two, three. The third one, open it, bring my golden pen is there. Now, if you follow those instructions, what will you bring to me? The The golden pen. Wisdom is precise and exact. And that's why it has to come via what? Instructions. Now, you might know how to make tables. You might know how to build a gigantic office. You might know how to, how to carve wood. And you might be able to, you might have written a thesis on different types of offices. But you see, for you to quickly get me that pen, you need my instruction to get that pen. And if you don't know about wood, and about tables, and about offices, and you don't know about businesses and nothing, but if all you have is the instruction to go and bring that pen, you will bring that pen. And that's why for the fulfillment of your destiny, what you need is wisdom. Knowledge is okay, but with wisdom, we are sure you will get your destiny fulfilled. Because wisdom is the whisperings of the exact one. Whispering in your ears, giving you the exact thing to do. When you do it, you will fulfill destiny. And that's why the Bible is also a book of wisdom. Because it has instructions in it. Instructions. So, when we begin to talk about my son, give me what? Your years, your heart, or your years, your and incline your heart to my sayings, then we begin to see that you cannot be wise if you don't have the cloth of humility. Knowledge puffs up, wisdom does not puff up. You see, because you can't even have it <laughs> if you have puffing, if you have puffed daddy. <laughs> it's a leveler. You have to agree that you are a son. You have to agree that there is a father. And you have to agree that you are ears for somebody else as to speak into. to as wisdom so the wise you cannot be wise if you cannot be commanded wisdom is not a product of study or learning it's a product of the particular kind of heart and that is the heart that can be what commanded the commanded heart That's the heart that has wisdom. That's why the fool is full of arguments. Because argument is one of the branch of knowledge. You have met a lot of people who are arguing over very, 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 very stupid things. Have you not heard? Have you not seen people arguing and they are completely Foolish? Check husband and wife. When they are fighting sometimes, the wife is arguing, thinking she's justified, until somebody just tells her one thing, or the Lord just tells her one thing. You find that all your arguments come crashing. Just one thing. Praise God. And that's why we must go forward For wisdom. But this vehicle is a primary vehicle. Now, when you operate wisdom, when you operate, when you operate a commanded life, which I will go into about the commanded life. When you operate a commanded life or an instructed life, you are sure of productivity. Productivity is sure. When you are commanded by the right person who has wisdom. Because don't forget that wisdom is exact and precise. Don't forget that. Wisdom will always work. Because it is the intelligence that was embedded. It's the original intelligence in creation. So anytime you apply it to what? It will always work. Praise God. Everybody who has, every Christian who has gone to the university... And come out successfully, when their younger sister is going to university, they will tell the younger sister, don't date in your hundred level. <laughs> now, there are many arguments by for which you can date in your other level. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Many arguments. Your time is different from my time. Now, in our own time, we are brilliant. In our time, we are decent. You know, that one person's law does not go for everybody. Feelings does not know age. You know many arguments. <laughs> but your sister will just tell you, don't date your Andre. You see, because she was told. <laughs> <laughs> she dated. She dated. And then she she collected a report card, and so now. <laughs> with that report card, she can tell you, you see, without much example, without much, she just said, don't date in your hundred level. Now, whether you take that advice or not, it's not the issue. The issue is that when you have graduated, your own younger sister, you will tell that younger sister, don't date in your hundred level. Because it's a lie. Every on every hundred level, whether I ended the marriage is not the issue. It's a lie. It's a rumor. What you feel is a rumor. It's a rumor. You see, because now you have the wisdom, and so you can tell somebody, "I a don't date your your hundred level." Then anyone who follows that instructions will get the benefit of that instruction. And if you don't follow that instruction, you also get the what? Repercussion of that is instru- of not following that instruction. So you need to train yourself to be somebody who follows instructions. And the first the, one of the major attacks against you following instruction is your intelligence. You have to tame your intelligence. Now, gather intelligence, but don't rank yourself by intelligence. Ah. Don't give yourself a rank by your intelligence. Don't let your intelligence... Don't approve of yourself from your intelligence. In fact, don't approve yourself at all. Praise God. What I mean by that, I don't mean I don't mean disapprove of yourself. I'm just saying don't put yourself on a rank because you think you know one, two, three. Let me, let me bring something to your notice. Have you noticed, have you met people who this is one of the funny things I've noticed in life. I've met some people who are very brilliant, very intelligent, and very wise. And sometimes there's one area of their life that they are very foolish. I know of a guy who is very wise. Very brilliant guy. You see, but when it's time for this guy to make a choice on who to marry. You see, he has chronic foolishness. He just does not know how to get that that part right. And this guy is a good guy. Good guy, good Christian. But that area of his life, the guy is just stupid. You can just see him suddenly... With someone and you just have a two minute conversation with the person he has brought and you know that. Ah Shegu. <laughs> 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 I want to believe there's no Shegu in this shirt. As <laughs> Ah, never works. <laughs> never works. And guess what? Everybody will know it won't work. Except him. I'm telling you, everybody knows it won't work. Except him. He lacks wisdom in that area. What does he need? Instruction. Let me tell you all of us have that one area. Some of you is money, you are just a fool. Anytime you have money, you know, you can be used for an advert of a fool. Without rehearsal, And let them just give you money and put a camera around you and shoot you. It will be a perfect advert. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of us, just just give you money and just get cameraman men following you. You will shoot a perfect advert. Until the money reach 5k. Before your head they will Ah much stop. If they give you 10 million until you reach 5K, before, before you come to your alert, <laughs> Ah, 5K! I don't get money again, no? I don't get money again, no? will not nobody ask me money again, no? You, you are just a fool. All of us have, I'm telling you, all of us have one, some have two, some have three. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. You see, some girls who got married do not have the wisdom called wife. Because wife is, there's a way wife is operated. Yeah, it's very wrong. There's wife, there's girl. There's fine girl, there's wife. And, and the girl is shocked. Her mind is not working. She's shocked. She's just shocked. He came home yesterday I told him to, there's full stuff. I told him to go make something. And he got offended because I told him to make something. Daddy, what do you think about that? (laughs) I'm telling the truth. Some boys don't have the wisdom called husband. Husband is a wisdom. And that's why he's struggling, and he's shocked because he's brilliant in many places, and so he has an assumption he's still brilliant here. But he is a fool. Yeah, he needs to be instructed. Any area where you are struggling, you need to be instructed. Let's go and receive instruction. Any area where you are struggling, don't. Don't, you see, you see, wisdom on a particular thing can really be transferred from your brilliance in something else. That you are a brilliant boss, a great CEO, are you together with me? Does not mean you are a great husband. You can't transfer it and say, all, all, all right, now let's look at it. You can't analyze it that way can be a brilliant boss and a foolish husband. And you can be a foolish, you can be a brilliant husband and a foolish businessman. You understand that? You keep losing money, but you keep your wife. And you keep your own. (laughs) And if you think, but but my, my home is working, why is my business not working? You can't transfer it. One of the proof of your foolishness is your struggles. When you are struggling, don't struggle harder that you will get it. No. Instruction. My son, incline your ears. Give me your ears. Incline your hearts to my sins. Are you together with me? You need your ears to be inclined. Do you know that before you can get wisdom, you have to appreciate your lack of it? Yes, sir. That's what the Bible teaches. It says, "If any man lacks wisdom, so for you to be able to ask for wisdom, you have to appreciate that you lack it." Jesus Christ said, "The reason why you are blind is because you say you see." Have to appreciate it. Any area of your life that you are struggling in is because you don't have wisdom. And your struggle your struggle is not a proof. Because that's that's the challenge of that's the deception of pain. Pain deceives very deceptive. Pain gives you a feeling of justification. It's the deception of pain. Anytime you are in pain, you have an assumption that you are justified. And so, because you are in pain, you have an assumption that that thing that you are trying to work out is what is not, is at fault, or that person. Maybe your relationship with somebody is not working. Because you are feeling pain, you have an assumption that you are justified. Because if you are not, if you you are the evil one, you won't be justified. You see, you can be the foolish one and you are still in pain. Don't get your sense of justification from pain. So, 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 so it's not every tear that God is going to revenge on your behalf. You can, you can be the one crying and you are the foolish one. So, you are better wipe away your tears and go and get Instruction. You get the point now? Yeah. Especially the female gender. Both male gender, but female gender. will cry sometimes a lot. <laughs> and you have an assumption that because you are crying, you are right. And sometimes you weaponize it. Keep looking at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> sometimes you weaponize your pain. And then you now make the, your pain the subject matter. Amen please, if you are relating with a woman who is making the pain the subject matter, don't do the mistake of ignoring the pain. If she wants to make the pain the subject matter, take some break and focus on the pain. And when the pain has gone, you go back to the subject matter. Especially husbands, don't allow your wife to control you with her pain and her heart. Don't do that. You have allowed the demon inside your home. Your wife is not the demon, but a demon has entered your home. Don't try it. And that doesn't make you a loving man. When there is a truth that needs to be settled, if your wife is going through pain and hurt, don't ignore it. Focus on it. Take some break. Clean, help her clean the tears. Pause the matter. Be there for her. When she's ready for the matter, you continue. Don't enforce a foolish idea because your wife is crying. That snake will turn to a dragon that will destroy your home. Because if you can allow your son to go to school, because even when he's crying, he still goes to school. <laughs> See the way they cry as if there's a. <laughs> Sometimes you hear you, you come out of the room as if he has, there's an emergency. And the guy just doesn't want to have his bad, he doesn't want to go to school. But he we still, still go to that school. If we keep, if you only, if you are led by another another person's pain, you are under a country. You are being manipulated by a demon, by a spirit. Don't allow people's pain control you. Respond to the pain, no. because if you don't respond to the pain, the enemy will will use that and becloud your spouse's vision of you. Your spouse will see you as a beast, and when you are a beast you can bring healing are you listening to me this is not coming from deep revelation it's coming from my foolishness it's not like I'm deep it's coming of healed foolishness in areas that I have experienced healing in it's not like I'm deep I'm just bringing you practical truth so when you see pain respond to pain and bring healing and bring calm. and So that you can maintain your identity. I'm a good person. You can see I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> then after some days, some weeks, some months, you have to be patient. When we are ready again, we go back to the drawing table and say, okay, this is not the will of God for, for our lives. And we have to deal with it. So, Any area of your life, don't forget. Where you're struggling is because you what? You lack wisdom. And how do you get wisdom? Instructions. Alright, let me go to the next thing, which is also connected to this. So, we all have a pool of instructors. You have two two major resources in your life. Of course, three. We have the Holy Spirit, but I'm not talking about that now. I'll talk about it later. But I that we have two major resources that God has given to us. Paul established that resource when he was writing a letter to a church that is not wise. And that was the Corinthian church. The Corinthian church was a gifted church. But not a wise, not a wise church. It was gifted in knowledge and all of that, but it didn't have wisdom. And the major reason why the Corinthian church didn't have wisdom are you, Am I speaking to you? Don't let me need to use big vocabularies before you know that what I'm saying is very profound, please. Don't, let's not stress ourselves. This is a very important teaching for your life and for speed and for success in your life. So, two things that Paul, two resources that Paul introduced in the Corinthian church. He introduced... Or it made bear two resources. The resource of spiritual fatherhood and the resource of many instructors. You get the point now. He said that you do not have you do not have many fathers, even though you can have many what? Instructors. But I don't have time, but I'll still say this. That the core challenge of the Corinthian church was that the Corinthian church could did not properly did not properly Where the Corinthian church missed it was that they did not discern their pool accurately. Pool. Their pool of instruction. We all have a pool of instruction. Now, in the pool of instruction, there are two major things in that pool of instruction. It's your spiritual uh, heritage, your fatherhood, and your instructors. Those are called the pools of instruction that God has put in the New Testament church. Are you together with me? Do you know that all the New Testament letters... Were written by fathers of churches. That's very instructive. The New Testament letters were not written by Bible teachers. So it was not a book of knowledge. It was first a book of instruction before it became a book of knowledge. Am I preaching here? Yes. Are you getting my point? Please, please, let's have speed, please. All of all the books were written by fathers because the fatherhood is what gives instructions. They are the givers of wisdom. That's what the, 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 the wise man was trying to explain to us in the book of Solomon where he introduced his writings with my son. Because that is the vehicle by which wisdom comes through. Are we together here? The, the father has the capacity to press reset in your spirit quickly. That's the reason for a father. When you miss that, that strength in your life, you will not know stability. Yeah, you won't. I'm telling you the truth. You, now, you won't know stability as you ought to have it. And so when you check the Corinthian church, when you look at the story of the Corinthian church, their challenge came when they stopped discerning their pool of fatherhood properly. And it was in that church that Paul was trying to let them know that what's wrong with you guys? I'm your spiritual father. There was an argument of fatherhood. Because they began to misplace it. They turned instructors to fathers. And that was when Paul was trying to say, okay, this is foolish for me to say, but I'm an apostle also. And he began to release his credentials, his apostleship, and all of that. Because the church, the Corinthian church, did not honor him at the level at which they should honor him. It got to a point where some began to say, I'm of Paul, I'm of um, Apollos, and I'm of Cephas. Imagine that kind of church having three fathers. I want to say, forget Apollos, forget Kephas, forget Paul, I'm of Christ. <laughs> now I say this, that each of you says I'm of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas," or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Praise God. But don't forget when Paul was talking about his credential, he says Paul was the one who planted. It was Apollos that water the water. And after a while, Paul said, I am your father. You guys don't have forget it. You have only one father. You don't have many fathers. Are you together with me? And then he began to restore. Am I preaching here? <laughs> I'm 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 feeling like there's lagging behind. Are you guys, are you guys with me? So he began to feel like. You guys are missing this stuff. And I can, you see, if there was no Bible, I can bring you to contemporary times. I can show you how it is flowing, even, even in this, even in these times. When you check the success of Bishop David Oyedepo, then you check the influence of Archbishop Benson in the house, house. Immediately Archbishop Benson died, you can check the immediate switch to Papa. Amen. And go and check it. Go check Bishop Oyedepo. Go and check the results of Debe Debe Go and check the results of Paul Eneche. It's the same order. They're all doing the same things. Because when you give instruction, you repeat success. Yeah, when you follow instructions, you repeat success. I'll show you. We still have like 15, 20 minutes. When you follow instructions, you repeat success. It must. Can we go? Can we continue? Yes, sir. Okay, let's try. So, so there is, there is the pool of instructions, right? Yes, sir. And um, there is placement in that pool. The, the, mo- the core of that pool is fatherhood. Do you understand that? Because fatherhood has the authority from God to impart your heart. Amen. 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 To, to, to impart your heart, to bring stability to your heart and to put wisdom into your heart and this is the this is the brilliance of god so you don't have to be you don't have to be vast in economics vast in mathematics wherever you are you can still succeed in life amen this is the brilliance of god this is how the kingdom is operated so the kingdom is not for brilliant people it's not for educated people if we go and do our evangelism in the villages those villagers, if we pastor them rightly, they are going to come out great and fulfill God's plan for their lives without going to learn English. Because English is not a measure of intelligence or wisdom. Are we together here? Yes, sir. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I begotten you, I have begotten you. Now, this was, the, this was the labor he went through in that letter. To restore that church. And guess what? This one move of Paul, 1 Corinthians, 2nd Corinthians, was able to bring that church back to order. Now, what Paul is when Paul said you guys gather, I'll be with you. The reason he can be with them is because he's their father. It's not a flow of anointing, it's not a move of the spirit. No matter how mature you are, if you are not, if you don't prove if you don't have that role in anybody's life, if they gather, you want to appear, you won't appear. And that's why an apostle is not everybody's apostle. That's why an apostle must know how to teach. Because when you go somewhere and they don't receive you as an apostle, you have to be able to teach the Bible. <laughs> the challenge with the apostolic ministry, one of the challenges of apostolic ministries at times is that an apostle has an assumption that an apostle to the world. No, you're an apostle of God, then God sends you. So you will find out that the authority by which Paul engaged the Gentile church is it doesn't carry to Jerusalem because he's not an apostle to the Jerusalem church. You get the point now. So that's why the Bible says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet. So So if a prophet comes, if I don't see him as a prophet, can I swear teach Bible? So, there are places I go and minister that I minister with my, with my apostolic authority. Now, we can have apostolic teachings, but not all, not all the time your apostolic teachings come with apostolic authority. Because your apostolic authority is the fathering authority. And if you are rightly connected to your apostle, you can repeat everything he has done. It must. It's not... Like, it's, it's automated. It's automated. It's the wisdom of God. So I don't go everywhere and and assume I have authority in the apostolic order. You you, you get the point now. It is those who I have begotten in Christ that I can engage at that level. And those who I haven't begotten in Christ, I cannot engage at that level. So Paul was saying that you guys might have 10,000 instructors in Christ. Of course, that 10,000 he was being Hyperbolic because the major point, this was a sarcastic statement. The major point was, I'm your father. That's what he was saying there. He was not reading the Bible with time, tie. Read it the way it was written. What was it? I'm your father. You get the point now if you don't discern this, because some of you don't even know who your spiritual father is. If you don't discern this, you are going to have lapse in your wisdom and lapse in your flow of life. You need to discern this. And then some people say you can only have one father. It's not true. Paul did not say you can have one father. You understand. But you can't have five. You can't have six. Because the point of fatherhood is then lost. Do you understand? But you can have more than one father. Because sometimes there are seasons in your life where God introduces another fathering oversight into your life. Now, it doesn't invalidate the previous one. But this new one now performs a new role in your life. I have, I have, two, I have two spiritual fathers. And sometimes, sometimes when there is a matter, they... They do meeting together, yes. There was a particular case that the two fathers had to and uh, look at notes together. And both of them came up with a resolution. And they gave it to me. I don't have to cross-check it. Whatever they say I should do, I will do. I have become wise immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. They called themselves, the program and they came up with a resolution. This was maybe three, three years ago, two years ago. And they told me what to do. And I didn't think. I just went and I did it. What does your quiet mean? Huh? Alright, of course, there's no time, so <laughs> let's just, let me just tie it up. At least I've done like 15% of what we're meant to do, so let's just tie things up now. We'll pick it up another time, even though there are many things to pick up. <laughs> There are many series we need to pick up. Amen. Amen. But I think you get the point now. Yes, sir. Instructions: You need to your pool. descend your pull. Descend your pull accurately, so that you will not go through unnecessary struggle in life. Now let's check First um, Corinthians chapter eleven. So you have. The fathers, the fatherhood that's in that pool. I you know the beautiful thing—the beautiful thing about this pool of wisdom—is that God is the one that brings it to you. You don't choose. All the people, most of the people who chose me uh, to be their spiritual father, after like one week, I'd not see them again. <laughs> Because sometimes you go to a conference and the people are so excited and so mesmerized. and say, "Sir, I want, sir, I want you to be, sir, I want you to be my father. I want you to be my father." And after like two weeks, you see that that your son has joined himself with T B Joshua. You know, there was one. <laughs> I say, I, "I thought, I thought I'd be your father now, but brother, son, <laughs> The guys, you guys, good." And that's why sometimes I like to take offerings after this, uh, some days after this, after the service. Because sometimes people are so carried away that after they have dropped the offering, when they go home, they begin to swear and curse the pastor. (laughs) And that's why usually, uh, uh, what's that stuff we do when you, when you want to give an offering, when you plan to give an offering, what do they call it? When you say you, Pledge. That's why pledges are not always complete. <laughs> because he meant it during the service. After the service, I go, Pledges are never, are never complete. I am this one preacher. Okay, let me not go there. Pledges are never complete. So I told you, somewhere I went to preach and, and one guy was going to give me his brand new, his, his not brand new, fund, one big phone then. And then I just didn't collect it because the spirit was moving at that moment. <laughs> I didn't want him to curse me. So instructions. Wisdom comes through instructions. Be comfortable doing what you are told to do. And Samuel was going to, when Pastor Samadame was going to, to start his work, he started a particular kind of service immediately. And then Bishop called him and told him that this thing you are doing is never going to grow your church. Told him to stop it. And immediately he stopped it. And did what Bishop told him to do. And what Bishop told him to do was what revolutionized them. I heard this from Pastor Sam's mouth himself. Now this, this does not mean that your life will be controlled. You'll make most of your decisions yourself. But there are some decisions, you see, because there are some decisions that are key decisions. Those ones are mother, they are called mother decisions, mother of decisions. Because the birth they, those decisions create for you a new world. So those decisions you need wisdom for those ones. And that wisdom you don't have. Because it comes through what? Instructions. You have to learn to trust God and trust his people. Are we together now? Yes, sir. I just keep hearing that instruction in my spirit. And I feel it's something God will have everybody to start to introduce into your life. You know. Some years ago I was speaking to somebody who was going to be married and, 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 and the marriage is a complete um, destruction of life. You, are, you will get used to living in pain when you are not instructed you live a life of pain you are going to live in pain and pain is the slowest route to fulfill destiny have you noticed you are never fast when you are in pain one of the things pain does to you is that it slows your speed if somebody is fast you know he doesn't have pain When you have pain, you slow down. And physical pain is terrible. But heart pain is disastrous. But when you are without instruction, you are going to have to live life with pains in your heart. You get the point now. And God loves you So much that he doesn't want you to live where? In pain. So you have to reduce the amount of pain you go through. There are many people who have gone through so much, too much pain. Too much pain. Some people are just 24, 25. They have gone into like five relationships. That's too much pain. Yeah, it's pain. You don't you don't you you don't come out of a wrong relationship the way you went in you are you have you have become you need deliverance after every bad relationship you need deliverance yeah your heart has changed your capacity to trust has reduced and then the next person will now know that you are not only dating him You are dating him and your past because you cast the shadow of the persons you dated in the past on this new person. And you are tracking his actions and you are remembering this is how Chukudi acted. (laughs) And so you are smarter, in quotes, because you don't want a repetition of what happened. And now, it's not just what happened. It's now the things that happened because it's more than one person. And so this innocent person thinks he's one person, but his, his girlfriend is already cheating on him. Because she's dead, she's still with her exes. In her mind, in her heart. The same goes to a guy. You get the point now. Because, you know, and, um, and most of these things come because we, we do not allow instructions. You get the point now. Some people just go to a... I told you about a friend of mine without instruction. Went to a particular city. I've told, this is one of the saddest stories in my life. And he turned out... I'm talking of a firebrand brother. Firebrand. He was more zealous than me. And I was very zealous. He turned to a courtist. I've never... You see, this is the shockest... I know Christians can backslide. You can backslide. Okay, you fornicate. You fornicate, we restore you. You understand? But how do you cut this with cutlass? <laughs> Spirit filled. That one, of course, the Lord restored, restored him. The Lord restored him. But he's, he's not as zealous as, as he used to be, it's lack of instructions. Don't take core decisions without being instructed. You should live your life not out of brilliance. It's out of wisdom. You see, because the person that is against you is older than you. His name is Satan. Did you know you are fighting Satan? Satan. You are too small to fight him alone. Satan. I said, you know, I have a brilliant idea. I have a brilliant idea. It's Satan. You see, it was Satan that fought with Abraham, David, Isaac, Jacob. Satan fought with Moses. Since when he has been fighting with people, Satan challenged Jesus Christ, your your Lord and personal savior. <laughs> So you, you need to be instructed. <laughs> you are meant to have a, comi- a, co- a committee. Of those who, who see over your life. Who help you do life. A committee. Of fathers and instructors. You can always repeat success and greatness. When you are flowing in wisdom. Don't worry, I'm not going to stress you anymore. I'm rounding this off now. So I said 1 Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 11 rather. This is where I would, on this point I will tie everything. Then, maybe next week we'll continue. Paul says, imitate me. Imitate me. Just as for what? I also imitate what? Christ. Christ. What did Paul say? Imitate me. That's wisdom. Imitate me. Just as I also imitate Christ. Anytime you see, follow me in scripture, in the New Testament, the word there is imitate. It's also the word that they use for Mimic, mimic. What they do? There's a what they call it in in secondary school. That thing you guys do. Those that we went to boarding school. Eh? Copycat. There's one you people do in social, uh, social night, miming, where you pick, where you pick somebody's song and try and, and try and perform it. Who mimed in secondary? Who was is, uh, uh, mimed? Praise God. Imitate. Those of you that didn't go to those of you that didn't go to body school, you might not understand this. Imitate. That's how to be wise. Imitate. It's the word it's, it's from this Greek word. The the Greek word imitate is where we got the word mimic from. And guess what? It's a New Testament doctrine. Because it is found in almost all the letters. Yes. It's found in almost all the letters. I'm not going to show you all those all the places because I would I'm going to release you soon. Praise God. It's found in almost all the letters. It's found in Corinthians, it's found in Ephesians, it's found in Thessalonians, it's found in Hebrews, it's found in Peter. Almost all the letters. M- imitate. Imitate is where the word mimic. Mimetis. It's where the word mimic was derived from. What does it mean to mimic? It means to look at somebody else. And copy and paste. Copy and paste. That's wisdom. In the wisdom of God and the New Testament wisdom, there is no creativity. No creativity. No creativity. You are not creating anything new. There is nothing new in the. You see, because God has not created, there's no new sun. There's no new moon. So the same principles of the sun, the same principles of the moon, they are the same thing. And that's why the Bible is relevant. That's why you can pick Abraham's life and do what Abraham did and receive the result, whether technology has or civilization has moved or not. Are you together with me? That's why the Bible says that we should meditate on the word day and night. Which word? It's the way of the old man. That's the word. The word then they were talking about is the He's the is um, the uh, the gospel of Moses? Are you with me? The law, Genesis, and the, the what do they call those that gospel? Is it Pentateuch or what do they call it? Amen. That was the gospel. You will read about Abraham and read about the 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 other patriarchs. And if you if you study the patriarchs well and repeat what they did, you can get their result. So wisdom is about imitation. Wisdom is about what? It's about imitation. You were, you are born to imitate. You are born to what? To imitate. So in the eye of God, the wisest of us is, is who can imitate best. Imitate. After a while, the power will come upon you. If you imitate a man well enough, his glory will come upon you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what healing evangelists do? They go pick an established healing evangelist. And keep watching his CDs. Yeah. That's what all of them do. They keep watching. They keep watching. They keep watching and keep acting the way at. act. Some of them we will sew the clothes. <laughs> they will sew the suit. And get the keyboard to play like that. <laughs> they might look like fools. First year, second year, third year. But one day, somebody in the wheelchair will get up. Yes, sir. Whenever God wants to bless me, he gives me one person and tells me, there was a time you were there, there was a time I was listening to one pre- two messages a day of one preacher for months. That was what I was coming to do in the office. I listened to two or three of only one preacher for months. I would just come get to the office, get to the studio rather, and listen, and I'm good. That's my work. That's the work I was doing. Other times, there will be one other preacher. I will just be listening and listening and listening and listening and doing exactly what the preacher says. Whenever I'm confused or I'm struggling, I place my call, I place my phone, call the two people God has given me, and I ask them what do they think I should do. And I have never done otherwise than what they have said I should do. So you need not to have too many mistakes in life. Because if because your 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 vessel your vessel If you spoil it, you will not be able to deliver the product. So, you can't go through life making too many mistakes. And you can never make mistakes if you are functioning in wisdom. And you can never function in wisdom if you are not giving yourselves to instructions. The Lord will bless you and keep you. Thank you so much. The Lord will keep you. He will deliver your feet from failing. Amen. You will you do great in life. Amen. You will make Jesus proud. Amen. And you won't make devastating errors in your life. Amen. And if there's anybody coming out of error, God will speed up the process for you. He will put the proper structure in your life. Amen. And um, you are going to come out as an example in Jesus name I prayed Amen.